Truth. How do we discover it? How do we understand it? And how do we apply it? These foundational questions of life can be answered in the pages of God's Word, the Bible. Through the systematic study of Scripture, we seek to equip women with a growing understanding of truth, which only comes by knowing the God of all truth. This is the Theology Matters Podcast. Welcome to the first Theology Matters Podcast. I'm Laura Corumbus, and I'm here with my team from Emmanuel Bible Church in Springfield, Virginia, and we are excited to get started with our podcast. Uh, We are gearing this towards women who are interested in theology, and our goal is to encourage and equip you that everyone can study theology. So that's what we're talking about today. We're doing our introduction, so you'll get to know us a little bit and see the vision behind our class and our podcast. So we'll get started with Wendy. Will you introduce yourself, Wendy? I will. Um, My name is Wendy Blackwell. My husband and I have been married for 30 years. We have two children, um, two sons, and we had the the beautiful joy of adding our first daughter-in-law to the mix last summer. And so that has added a new dimension and, and like I said, a joy to our family. Laura's asked us to talk about what we do at Emmanuel Bible Church, and I have been involved in a variety of ministries for many years here, uh, most predominantly women's ministry. One of my first steps in to that was teaching Bible study, and and I think that's where God has has grown a love for His Word, and um, through that, He has enabled me now currently to participate in our counseling ministry at this church, where I get to bring the truth of Scripture to bear on women's and and sometimes men's when we do couples counseling to to bring that truth to bear on their lives through sometimes difficult situations. So it's just been a real joy to to dig deeply into God's word and and to use it directly in ministry. All right. And Marty is a part of our team. So tell us about yourself. Thank you. Well, my name is Marty Crabtree. Um, I'm married to Brent. We will have our 43rd anniversary this this summer. I'm the mother of two grown sons, and best of all, I'm the grandmother of five, uh, ranging in ages from six years old to three months. Um, My work life was teaching. I'm a retired English teacher, but my ministry life here at Emmanuel Bible Church, like Wendy, uh, has revolved around teaching uh, Bible studies. Um, And the last couple of years, uh, my husband and I have been teaching three-year-olds and have learned that if you really understand theology, you can get it simple enough for a three-year-old to understand. Um, and this year, I'm a co-teacher in this wonderful adventure we call <laughs> Theology Matters. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And as I said, I'm Laura Corumbus, and I've been married to my husband, Greg for 13 years this summer, and we have two daughters. They're nine and seven right now at this point in time. And uh, my job right now is homeschooling them, which is a whole other adventure, but that's where what we're doing. And I grew up at Emmanuel, and so I've done a lot of different things in ministry. I was actually just thinking as you were talking that I interned for children's ministry when I was in college. Yeah, that's right. Wendy was there. And so I've done a little bit of that. I have been involved in the music ministry for a long time. Right now, I'm 
mostly involved with women's ministry. So doing um, the vision team with, with Bethany, our director, and Theology Matters and Bible study here at Emmanuel. So we're excited to do this new endeavor together in women's ministry. And also joining us today is our women's ministry director, Bethany. And she is the most important member of our team. So she's going to introduce herself. Okay, I don't know about that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my name's Bethany Drum. Uh, I've been at Emmanuel for a long time since I got out of college, literally. Um, my husband, Dave, and I have been married 38 years. And I have two sons and a daughter and just welcomed my first granddaughter, Sadie Joy. Uh, this like three months ago, a little over three months ago. Um, I've been involved in women's ministry over the years, pretty much since I came to Emmanuel. But about 15 years ago, I actually came on staff as a women's ministry director. And I love it. And I'm very excited and was very excited to have this new class Theology Matters, a systematic theology class for women. Yeah. And so that's that's what we're talking about today. And if you're listening to this and thinking, wait, I thought this was a podcast. Well, it is, but it's a podcast based on a class that we started at our church, Theology Matters. And so Bethany is going to share uh, just kind of the inspiration and why we decided to do this. So Bethany, can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, I think we decided to do this because we call it Theology Matters because I'm convinced that theology really does matter. It's not just theoretical or philosophical, just something nice to think about, but that it actually impacts how we live our lives. And about 15 years ago, about the time I came on staff, I read a book by Carolyn Custis James that's called When Life and Beliefs Collide how knowing God makes a difference. And she asserted at the beginning of the book that we are actually all theologians. Um, theology is the study of God. And the question is, are we a good theologian or are we a sloppy one? And that it matters whether or not I'm a good theologian. Um, my theology, I think, informs how I live my life. Um, it how I respond to life's challenges and storms, um, how I live on a daily basis, how I make decisions, how I minister to others. So that's true for me, and I think that's true for all of us, and it's true for all the women in our church. So Wendy and I have actually been talking about this for a long time, and I even got us matching t-shirts that says <laughs> Theology Matters several years ago. Um. One of the other things we've done is we saw we've had some seminars for women where we cover different topics. And for a couple of times, Wendy did one on an introduction to systematic theology. And we saw the response um, from women, which was huge. They are very interested. And I think that's just an outgrowth of... Um, yeah, our emphasis in women's ministry and at our church on studying and knowing the Bible and being at a church that we've been sitting under excellent expositional teaching. And I think that's set women up to want to know their theology. 
Yeah, have an interest and go a little right. bit, go a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So that's the idea behind our class, and we'll kind of get to the idea of why we're doing the podcast and how that fits into everything. But we just want to also talk about theology. So what is theology? Why is it important for everyone? And so we're going to have Wendy talk a little bit about that. What What is theology? Why is it important? What is theology? Theology is a word that simply means a word about God. And, um, and that's what it is. It is when we go to his word to study about him. But interestingly, this word did not come into context simply in reference to the capital G, one God of the Bible. It is a word that was used for centuries prior just in studying about all the gods. We know that ancient civilizations had many gods, and so they also did theology. But when we use it in context of our discussion and theology matters, we are talking about a word about the one true God, um, the God of the Bible. And so we do make that distinction very clear. And I like um, what one says, Christian theology is the study of the divine revelation in the Bible. It has God as its perpetual centerpiece, God's word as its source, and godliness as its aim. And I think Bethany touched on that when she talked about why we do this class. I mean, it leads to how we live. When we study who God is, when we study his word, it changes the way we live and interact. So um, it is true. We are all theologians. And the question is, are you pursuing good theology or bad theology? And, and we hope to encourage women in pursuing good theology. Yeah. So, so we're going through in our class what we call s- systematic theology. So can you explain to us What is systematic theology? There are whole classes on what is systematic Mm -hmm. theology. (laughs) That's right. And biblical theology. And books, and and as Laura often calls, doorstop books that are over a thousand pages. So, but, but to try and sum it up, I will say that it is one way of organizing the truth of God's word. There are various systematic or there are various systems for organizing the truths of Scripture. And and I said this when we taught our class. Sometimes you hear people divide and they say, I am a biblical theologian, I am a systematic theologian, I'm a historical theologian. And I think it's important to remember that that those different systems should not divide us into different camps. They are all working with the same 66 book books of inspired words, the same God, the same truth. It's just organized differently in those different systems. And they all work together beautifully um, to reveal. So when we talk about systematic theology specifically, we are talking about a system um, where scripture is organized into major categories to pull all the truth from Genesis to Revelation together on those systematic categories. one calls it, a, by, by definition, the ordered exposition of Christian doctrines. Now, the question for you then, Laura, is do you want me to identify the 10 areas of systematic I think theology so. yeah, I think you should. That, that we have studied in our, or we are studying because we haven't covered Can you do them it from memory? Let's see. Okay. <laughs> I'm not looking at my paper that is in front of me with the answers when I get stumped. But we started with bibliology the study of God's word. Then we went to theology proper, the study of God. We are now in Christology, which we have not finished this semester, but obviously that's the study of Christ. Then let's see, there is homardiology. Well, I should go back. There is pneumatology, the study of the Holy Spirit. There is homardiology, 
the study of sin. There is soteriology, the study of salvation. There is angelology, the study of angels. There is... Anthropology. Anthropology. <laughs> I should know that because I already claimed that one to teach in the fall. The study of man. There is ecclesiology. I'm peaking now. The study of the church and eschatology, the study of end times. So I think I hit them all. I'm checking my work. And there's the <laughs> 10 areas that we're covering over what we've designed as three different semesters. So... Did yeah, I say anything wrong in there? No, no, I don't think so. I was going to oh, hop good. in and just say, I know, well done. <laughs> um, yeah, our our book that we're using that I'm holding up, even though no one our can see it. Textbook. But yes, our main, well, our main textbook is it's the Bible. Bible right? right, right. Our main Absolutely. textbook is the Bible. But we are also using a book called The Essential Scriptures, a handbook of the biblical text for key doctrines by Kevin D. Zuber. And it is published by Moody. Um, so I think you can get that on Amazon or wherever you buy your books, but uh, it's great. It goes through all of those ologies that Wendy just listed and it's not the big doorstop. <laughs> it is, you know, a little bit more accessible and you would probably read through the whole thing. And uh, Marty, as you pointed out, it has the scriptures, right? Written down in there. I, that was one of the things I really liked about it. And it's a fairly recently um, published book. But when it makes a scriptural reference, it gives the scripture and doesn't assume that you're going to go look it up. But mm -hmm. it's right there. And uh, so I, I think that's an advantage. I remember in the one class you talked about eat your greens because it's actually in little green. And at first I was like, what is she talking about? <laughs> you but remembered that. I did. I remembered that. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the text that we're using. And so if you're interested just by listening to this podcast and you want to kind of read along, um, you're welcome to get that book and do it. It's it's a really good book. And our the book's available in our bookstore, too, yes. the Emanuel Christian Bookstore. If you bookstore. go to IBC, yes, then it is in our bookstore. Okay, so Wendy just talked to us about theology, systematic theology, and those 10 ologies. So can you tell us about how the course is structured, about the syllabus that you so wonderfully came up with and about the teachers and just how the course looks? Sure. Uh, there are three teachers on our teaching team. There's Wendy, myself, Marty, and Laura. And when we sat down to put this course together, we started with course objectives, which include understanding the fundamental precepts and practices of the Bible, being able to exegete um, select scripture passages, and we'll talk about exegesis at another time, um, to understand and correctly use theological terms because having definitions in hand are very helpful regardless of what you're studying, uh, to be able to explain these biblical doctrines. It's one thing to know them. It's another thing to know them in a way that you can explain them to someone else. And to apply the doc these doctrinal truths to our own personal Bible study, worship, and fellowship, and just have a deeper appreciation for the beauty and logic of God's Word. So that those are our course objectives. And the way that we fleshed that out was we took these, these 10 doctrines and thought through how many weeks we could reasonably spend on specific doctrines and give them, uh, you know, what 
what they're due. For example, uh, the theology of God the Father. We, we didn't want to just spend one week on that. We really couldn't and talk about his transcendence and the Trinity and the decree of God and so forth. So we decided that we would spend extra weeks on certain doctrines, including um, theology, Christology, pneumatology, the Holy Spirit, uh, ecclesiology, eschatology. And then at the very end, we are going to have two additional weeks that we've added to the doctrines, one being teaching theology to children and teens, and the other theology and mentoring and discipling. And then when we timed all that out, that ended up being three semesters because we meet every other week uh, on twice, twice a month. So we will finish in the spring of 2023, and Lord willing, then we'll reset and, and start again. Um, so let's keep talking about theology. So Marty, I wanted you to answer the question, what is the relationship between the Bible and theology? The Bible and theology. So theology systematically is the doorstop book, and then there's the Bible. The Bible is itself this exquisitely layered, connected, systematic description of God and his eternal plan for creation, and in particular for his chosen people. So it is the person of God, the plan of God, and the people of God are in the Bible. The Bible has 66 books. I had to look this up, and I'm not, I couldn't commit this to memory. Um, and 757,444 words. It was written over a period of 1,500 years from 1405 BC, when the book of Job was written, uh, until uh, 95 AD, when the apostle John put the last stroke of his pen on the book of Revelation. Uh, the Bible was written by almost 40 human authors. But its main author is the Holy Spirit, which is why it's consistent and also be why it is inerrant, mm -hmm. meaning that it is without error with respect to anything that it discusses. Mm -hmm. uh, the Bible tells us that the guiding author is the Holy Spirit. And 2 Peter 1, 20 through 21 explains this prophecy by saying, no prophecy of scripture comes from someone's own interpretation for no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. And so the Holy Spirit is the actual author of scripture, the, the spirit of God. The Bible is unique. It is God revealing himself through this collection of books that are history and poetry and narrative and prophecy. And so then the job of theology is to take all of that massive picture of God and put it into ways that we can understand, like what, what you were talking about, the, the different uh, doctrines. So we have this relationship between the words inspired by the Holy Spirit and the system of organizing them. And so here's an example of, of how theology and the Bible work together. In John chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, it says... Why am I surprised? Not surprised <laughs> that you went to John. Why did I go to John? I just seem to go that way all the time. Anyway, it is this wonderful passage. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. What do we do to that? 
what do we do with that? Well, theology is a study of God. And so we approach these verses by analyzing the language and finding those connections between these words and their meaning and the rest of the Bible. So we take a, um, a microscope to it, but then we also take a telescope to this verse to see um, how, it, how it relates to the rest of the Bible. So if you're taking um, a microscope to it, you say that with the phrase in the beginning, well, now where else in the Bible does it say in the beginning? Genesis 1. Genesis 1.1, 1, 1, <laughs> when God created the heavens and the earth. And then we find, as we look around in the Bible, that in the New Testament, in the book of Colossians, Apostle Paul, speaking about Jesus, says he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. And for by him, all things were created in the heavens and on the earth. So we're back to creation. And Paul has put together Genesis and John, and now uh, they're in, in 1 Corinthians. And then the book of Hebrews joins in. And this discussion and speaking of Jesus says he is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. So the Bible weaves together John 1, 1 through 2 with Genesis 1, 1, Colossians chapter 1, 15 and 16 and Hebrews 1, 3. And so these verses in John don't explain themselves, but the Bible uh, explains it for us through the lens of other parts of the scripture, and that is theology, the this, this study of God, the person of God is the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And so we do this with all of the Bible, which bears up underneath this kind of study and scrutiny in a way no other book could ever do, but no other book has been authored by the Holy Spirit, and that's why it does. And so we put the, the text of scripture under a microscope, or you could even Think about the little eyepiece that a jeweler uses to examine a precious stone and to see all of its different facets. And that's how we get the message of this amazing book that we hold in our hands. I want to, your comment prior to that about holding up under scrutiny makes me think Nancy Guthrie has often said. I, I have it in the back. I was just <laughs> going to say that because I have it written in the back of my Bible. In the back. Most things fall apart under close scrutiny in the Bible has never fallen apart. And you can scrutinize it with that jeweler's lens mm -hmm. down to the jot and the tittle, mm -hmm. and it will not contradict itself or fall apart. And yeah, um, yeah it is a, a special gift we are able to hold in our hands. Mm -hmm. And I think from the beginning, we've wanted, like we said, the Bible is our main textbook. So we're not trying to learn what Zuber says about God or what MacArthur says or what Grudem says or whoever in their systematic theology. We wanna know what the Bible says about God and systematic theology just helps us organize that in a different way. Um, so I think that's our goal. Yeah, that's great. Anything else about, about systematic theology that we left out? Well, I mean, I, I said earlier that the Bible is just this massive book with many different themes, but the central theme is that all men are sinners, all men and women are sinners in need of a Savior. Mm -hmm. And God has given us that Savior in Jesus Christ. And every author of this incredible book comes to that conclusion in a variety of different ways. But that's who the Bible is about, is Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's 
one reason we study it systematically because you see that plan of salvation unfold when you study Mm -hmm. who God is, God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit, who man is in relation to God, anthropology. Man fell, but God had a plan of salvation. And then we see that played out. And then we see that lived out in the church and, and all the way. And then we see the what that will look like in eternity when we study eschatology. So you just see that whole plan unfold. And it's not like Christ's death, resurrection. Again, Nancy Guthrie, it, it's not plan B. It was always plan A from the foundations of the earth. Well, and when it says in the beginning was the word, so... At the beginning, he was already there. And the Bible says elsewhere, he was the lamb that was slain from the foundation of the world. And this was God's plan before there was time, just as as you all just referred to it. So it's not a plan B. This is God's eternal plan to for salvation and to bring glory to himself. And uh, we'll see that unfold with our own eyes. Someday it's described in uh, Revelation chapter four and chapter five. It will all be around the throne of God, praising Him for this plan that He has put into place. Yeah, yeah, Amen. And that is one thing I wanted to say too about our our class. You you've said that theology we want it to be practical. It should impact our lives. It shouldn't just have an intellectual assent, but it should actually make a difference. And so. One of the things that we've decided to do at the end of each class is to end by singing the doxology because we want our theology to turn into worship. And so I think that's what you're saying, that we're going to see the glory of God and worship him through our study, not just not just to learn more, to puff ourselves up, but ultimately because we want to see him and we want to worship him. We don't need smart sinners. (laughs) We do not need smart sinners. There or theological eggheads, <laughs> as Alistair Begg says. I have to get that in there yeah, somewhere. You have to say Alistair Begg. <laughs> Alistair Begg and theological eggheads, not the goal. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. But you're not going to ask us to sing, are you? I'm not. I thought about it. I really <laughs> did think about it. You'll have to come to our class. There you go. I was going to say, maybe on the last episode we'll do it. But no, I like that better. How about we just go to, you come to our class. There you go. Um, well, to kind of wrap things up here, I was just going to talk a little bit about the podcast and how it's organized in relation to our class. And so, you know, the podcast is here for anybody to listen to and for anyone to benefit from. And we just thought... As we finish our class, our class is right now supposed to last for three semesters. And so there might be women who weren't able to take the first semester and want to jump in second semester. And so the podcast really gives away the kind of review. Or if you were here, you can refresh your memory on what we covered in the first semester. But we also wanted it to be for women who aren't able to make it to our class for whatever reason, for their season of life. We think that Theology is important, and every woman is a theologian, as we've said. And so we want to use the podcast as just another way to equip you, um, to help you, to give you resources. And even for women who think, I don't think I can do theology. I don't think I'm there. But you're curious. Maybe maybe you'll listen to our podcast, and maybe it will just encourage you to know that 
you can. You can think theologically and, and learn theology and learn more about the Lord. So that's our goal. And, and we'll be here. We'll uh, have this first season just cover what we covered in our first semester. And we'll go through those ologies that, that Wendy mentioned that we covered in this first semester. We might have a couple bonus episodes coming with other things. And so that's special guests, special guests. Yeah, it'll be exciting. So that that is our plan. That's our plan for the class. That's our plan for the podcast. So we're excited to be here. So we're going to finish today and probably every day with a little rapid response question so you can get to know us a little bit more. So this is one of my favorite questions to ask people. So I'm asking you guys, coffee or tea? Coffee. Good coffee. Oh, amen. <laughs> Made with amen. the beans. Yes, the whole fresh bean. beans okay. ground. When you love it. <laughs> okay, Bethany. Chai latte. Oh yes, I did know that about you. So you're more a tea person, but more tea. Real okay. If we're gonna be completely honest, <laughs> iced sweet tea. Oh, or okay. a hot chai latte. Okay. Oh, yes. And I know she is not coffee because I was with her when yes. she got a dirty chai, chai latte right. and oh. I learned what that oh, meant wait, and she rejected yeah, it. Yes, <laughs> I did. Straight no, no, no. I want to like coffee. I love the smell and I cannot stand the taste. So, yes. You can always doctor it up. We so it isn't really I have tried to doctor <laughs> it up. I can't it. doctor it enough. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm definitely coffee. If you caught my response to the whole bean grinded up coffee. And I drink mine black. I'm like, I don't put anything in mine. I like the pure coffee. So there you go. I don't know what that says about our personalities, but there it is. That I'm the sweetest <laughs> one of us. <laughs> that's it. That's definitely yeah, That's it. what we were going to say. <laughs> exactly. And on that note, <laughs> uh, the, on the next episode, we're going to be talking about how to study your Bible. So I hope you will join us on the next episode of Theology Matters Podcast. The Theology Matters course and podcast are projects of the women's ministry at Emmanuel Bible Church in Springfield, Virginia. Please subscribe to Theology Matters wherever you get your podcasts. For more information, please visit ibc.church and find the women's ministry page. We pray you will continue to study and understand the truth of God's word every day and see just how much theology matters in every aspect of our lives.